Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Joining me, uh, I think he's in London, north or south. I don't, and I'm just watching Meghan and Harry, so I want to know how he feels about it because I'm on episode four, you know, of the Harry and Meghan documentary on Netflix, which is also giving me some backstory, some history, and all of the stuff we didn't know. Let me welcome the founder and creator of Vitae of London, my man, my friend, Mr. William Adorsi. Hello. Hello. Hey, Hello. hey, hey, thanks for having me. Vitae, 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 Vitae. So question, uh, are you watching this documentary? <clears throat> of course I'm watching it. How could I not be? Okay, okay, <laughs> good, good, good. All right. Now, tell me, because you're here, it's Friday, so you're coming in on a Friday. We're going to get to what we came <laughs> to talk about. Um, what Did anything surprise you in, in this uh, Harry and Meghan doc? To be honest, nothing, yeah, nothing's really surprised me. I mean, I, I've lived a weird kind of juxtap- juxtaposed life where I grew up in our equivalent to the hood, but then I got a scholarship to a private school. So then I've kind of seen both sides to the world in England. So nothing from that documentary has surprised me at all yet, to be honest. I'm at the point where the where the media turned on her because she was too popular. Which, mm-hmm. you know, is sort of like, it's so weird uh, that that people build you up to tear you down. It is an age old story arc, but <laughs> it's like they love you and then they hate you when you get, what the hell? I'm saying this woman is out there, people done burnt down an apartment building. She's out there literally feeding people, making cookbooks. And what I loved about the cookbook was that, you know, they could have written a check. But it's so much more empowering to go and take these recipes and then build a legacy with these women, most of whom were Muslim. It was just beautiful. And then, like, the next week is like, oh, she's too big. They're in Australia. Everybody loves them. They're on the front page. Time magazine. Oh. And then the stories come out. And I'm like, man, people can't stand success. They all, mm. it's, It's very sad. It's actually really sad. I think one thing I would say that has surprised me is how real Harry and Meghan seem to be, um, how much they're for the culture. I have personal friends that are friends with Harry. Um, so, yeah, like I was a bit aware, I was a bit enlightened around how he can be, but it's actually been refreshing to see people from that background kind of yeah, stand down and be able to be with the people, you know? So, so yeah, there's two things, two things, William and Dante. Well, first of all, he's a redhead which is the mm. equivalent of the N-word uh, mm. in, in places. In, like, white, in white people. White people world. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah white people so weird. You know, when it comes, now yeah. I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about the system. So weird that a person could be born with red hair, nothing that they chose, and mm-hmm. then get mm-hmm. uh, excoriated and treated badly. Oh, wait, why, <laughs> why am I familiar with, oh, you could just be born a certain yeah. kind of way, and then people mm-hmm. treat you bad, and, and, you know, oh. So I think it's that. So he understands, not fully, because he's still yeah. a prince. But then there's also <laughs> there's also this, you know, he got caught with that Nazi uniform. And yeah. I feel like yeah. like to come back from that, you got to like swing that pendulum hard. Like you got to yeah. show. Yeah. So I'm going to marry a black woman. Now you can't say I'm a Nazi, you know. So I feel like <laughs> that had to happen. It was all yeah, it was all that was the plan. That was <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what was beautiful though was the reconciliation the fact that he kept going to africa year in year out 
Like he could have gone once for show and then called it a day, but his consistently to consistency in being out in Africa and yeah, understanding African culture, I think has really opened his eyes to how bad he was when he was younger. So yeah, hats off to him to be honest. And on that note, uh, I feel like many of us end up, you know, in our little tiny bubbles and we, we form opinions rooted in the tininess of our lives, not in the fullness of humanity because we don't travel. Mm. We don't, you know, Dante has a child in, in um, Great Britain right now and he's been there yeah. several times. Okay. We're actually planning a tour. So I'm going a, I'm to a tap into you. Uh, we, oh. So just to, let me just warn you, every place we go, the, when we leave, the place gets um, shuts down. After yeah, we sell we, out. Yeah, the, so, the place closes down. Yeah, they close they, down. They go so, out of business. They go out know? of business after we come. So be careful with who you recommend. If, you know, So you can recommend <laughs> yeah. us to like a really fly venue that you can't stand the owner of. Because when right. we come, we're going to shut it down. Okay, all right. Yeah, I so we, we're coming with Foolishness Friday uh, to, to London, the London version. Cam, the real queen takes takes Great Britain because, you know, that one's dead. Mm-hmm. I'm resur- I'm the resurrected queen. Come so on. This, that Come we're going to be so irreverent and horrible. But, um, yeah, I was thinking about that, too. You know, to, to travel the world, it opens your mind and your, and your whole entire perspective. Like, me being involved with you is directly related to, A, going to Ghana, and like going to Kumasi, going to Accra, mm-hmm. being, you know, having spending Christmas in somebody's home, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, a, in Kumasi and and having now Ghanaian friends learning Awari, like being, you know, going to the Kitty Club factory and just not doing oh, the touristy boy. things, but driving, you know, and having a door fall off and, you know, like having an adventure, you know, and all of the things. But but understanding that there's no difference, you, you know, going to the Ashanti kingdom and go, doing all of that. But knowing that community and family doesn't change. Because these borders are put up and we got to fight. You know, it's the same people. These are the same people. And so if there's children going to sleep hungry and going or going to sleep without having the ability to learn and read, which is something that's so powerful. When you when you reached out, I was like, absolutely, let's do this. And so, first of all, mm-hmm. thank you for making the connection. But it's the fact that I've traveled and have so much exposure that makes it real real easy makes it easy so we need to do that more Mm. all right so tell us where we are right now bro because first of all before we before you do if anybody purchased a watch for anybody for christmas or for kwanzaa and you did it because you know you know that every watch purchased on this website v-i-t-a-e london.com will give three lamps to a village in ghana and there's videos yeah. and pictures of the children that have gotten lamps in the past. And, and William's goal is to light the entire, <laughs> the, all of Ghana. Like there should be no child without light. That's Kerosene cool. is dangerous. They don't have, you know, stable electricity, but they want to read and they want to learn. So uh, I love this initiative. So when you called me, I was like, absolutely. So thank everyone who participated, who bought a watch. Thank you. Where are we now? We wanted 500 for the holiday. Yes. So as you rightly said, um, with every purchase, um, because of your your kindness, um, we're able to donate three solar lamps as opposed to our typical one. Um, and yes, yeah, so far, we're actually just 17 purchases away from hitting the target. So we've hit 449 solar lamps. Um, so, yeah, like 17 purchases, 51 solar lamps away. And we would have lit up a whole village, literally. So, yeah, I'm so grateful to you for this. I'm excited to see us hit this target. 
All right. Then tell us about the village. You know, William Adosi is here. Um, V-I-T-A-E London.com. Karen gives back at checkout and you also get 20% off. So it's not just like I'm buying a watch, but if you, you know, it's not, these aren't, you know, cheap watches. These are uh, watches you'd find in Nordstrom's because he's in Nordstrom's and Macy's because mm. he's in Macy's. These are dope watches. These are not Movado's. These are, you know, the next, <laughs> you know, well, not that Movado's <laughs> bad, but, you know, uh, mm. I'm saying that the, the technology of the watch, the watch that I purchased, it doesn't have to be uh, wound. The Dogo, the Dogo Silver um, automatic watch that I, I, you know, I literally went in and got mine um because you know it's not enough just to do this uh and there's they're beautiful too and i've bought watches in the past and gave them away at healthy wealthy wise um to to the winners of our space tournament which they're still rocking and so um tell us you know the specialness of these watches too for sure i mean so yeah just to highlight the village that we're supporting okay I'm sorry. um it's a it's, it's a village in um ghana as as you mentioned earlier it's in an area called Ada where there's like loads of little islands um so it, it, it's crazy some of the young people actually have to take a boat to go to school mm. um to one of the other islands and because of yeah the way it's um spread out there is an electricity on a lot of these different islands. So these young people going home in Dogo, in Adair, in Ghana, yeah, they have to literally burn kerosene or, yeah, in other parts of Ghana, they literally walk hours just to find a street lamp to be able to study at night. Um, So, yeah, now with the watches we sell, we're able to donate these solar lamps. And to, yeah, give you more insight into the watches, I design all the watches. Um, I've always been someone super passionate about design. And just, if I'm honest, black excellence, like being able to compete with the the big players in the market, being able to be in the Macy's and the Nordstrom's, have people like the president of Ghana wear our watches, have people like Pharrell Williams own our watches. So, yeah, I've always tried to push the levels to the best of my ability. And, yeah, thankfully, we've done some some amazing stuff so far. And if you want to, you know, the, there's watches named for the village. So there's Dogo, the Dogo watch that I bought, Ada. Uh, there's the gun metal Ada watch. And, uh, you know, they, they come in different sizes. You know, if you, you like the big watch, you like the small, you know, the delicate watches, depending on your wrists, you know, um, mm. all of this is, you know. And, and what's cool about where we are right now in terms of, where we are as people, you know, I grew up in an era where there's ladies watches and men's watches. And, you know, ladies uh, said you, you had to wear the little, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I'm five ten. I want a watch that's substantial, you know, my, my wrist, not to have a big wrist. Actually, I'm actually have a petite wrist, but you know, I kind of like that look and you know, it's, you got options and I'm glad you're not saying men's watch or big, you know, it's petite uh, or it's just like big. Chunky, chunky. And it's interesting. Some of the guys we found prefer petite. They just want a smaller watch. A lot of the ladies these days like bigger watches. So, yeah, we just got dope watches and whatever tickles your fancy. Go and grab one. Yes, <sighs> the tickling of the fancy. All right. All right. We... <laughs> We're going to put out a um, question uh, for the audience. Uh, 866-801-8255 to kick off the show. There's a lot of concerts making the rounds now in, in uh Wembley stadium that have you, have you been to Wembley stadium, Dante? hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Oh. You both been yeah. there. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Well, um, so, uh, what did, who did you go see at Wembley? Um, uh, I saw what, Beyonce. 
What, okay, William saw a Beyonce at Wembley Stadium. Where, where did you sit? Hold on before we get where, where were your seats? I had some cheap seats at the time. Okay. Like I was I was working a job, so yeah, I got some cheap seats, but it was incredible. With, okay, Beyonce when she was running the world with, with Jay? Yeah. Okay, early Beyonce. No, it, it was on her own, actually. Um, so yeah, this was about, I think, four years ago I saw okay, her. Okay, and he was working a job, y'all, four years ago. Now he's yeah. a watch magnet. Just That's letting dope. y'all know. Okay. All right, Dante, <laughs> who did you see at Wembley? I saw Jay, the running the world thing. The, the, oh, his, Beyonce was yeah. with him, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was all right, dope. y'all. All right. So you got. Do, let me ask you something. You said you you went. Are you when you said you're from the hood? Did you mean Putnam? Putnam. Yeah. You mean Peckham? Peckham. Peckham. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, just I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm from Peckham. I'm, we call it the Nam. So yeah, yeah, I'm from I'm from the Nam. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's like East New York. <laughs> or like that uh, neighborhood yeah. we were in on DC. Oh yeah. Okay. One where we shut it down. Yeah. 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 All right. So, um, what was, what made it the hood? Because in in Brooklyn, in in certain places, Newark, certain places, uh, South Central, you know, the certain parts of Chicago, certain parts of Texas, Florida. Like I've been to a Florida hood. It's country and scary at the same time. Like, how y'all pull this off? What what are the markers of the hood when you say Peckham is the hood? What does that mean? Yeah, so for us, it was loads of government housing. So like yeah. tall tower blocks. Um, I'm one of seven children. My parents migrated to the UK a couple of years before I was born. And yeah, at one point, all nine of us were in this like two bedroom apartment in a block. So yeah, it was the hood. Like, And my parents just did all they could to shield me from it hence pushing me into the private school route. And, yeah, they were super strict on me. But, yeah, it was crazy. Like, now, th- Is and- that the same neighborhood that they mimic when they do Top Boys? So Top Boys is like the wire for uh, for England. Is it, That would be the same hood. That's what they're talking about, yes? So in Top Boys, it's actually a hood in East, in East oh. London. So okay. there's different pockets across London. And, mm-hmm. yeah, growing up, I literally could not walk into another area because anything could go down so yeah that was east london that top boy is based on but yeah all across london you'll find these different pockets of the hood now are there roaches in these apartments uh we had mice problems more than roaches. okay it's hood yeah we had when you drive through it you like ooh, okay yeah you feel it's gentrified now a lot but yeah Yeah, back in the day yeah you really felt it isn't it still you still catch it on a slow tuesday though if you, if you, yeah, but you know what's odd that it can gentrify as soon as white people move in, all of a sudden it becomes safe. Like yeah. we are where I'm from. Not not that I, I didn't grow up in the hood, but there's a neighborhood that I lived in that was a little on the edge of hood. And it's like white folk are now dro- jogging through. And I'm like, yeah. now it's going to be all safe and everything. No more graffiti. You know, businesses yeah. can pop up. This is just like magic overnight. Uh, yeah. Things happen. It's so. It's usually when they start putting new curbs in. When they put marble mm-hmm. curbs in, then you're like, oh, <laughs> something's going on. In, in London, yeah, in yeah. London, the minute you see a Costa coffee pop up, then uh, you know that it's about to be a gentrification. It's about to go down. So mm-hmm. That's the marker. 
Yeah. So in four years, you went from regular job with bad seats to see Beyonce to <laughs> Richard Branson, Pharrell, all these people wearing your watches, watches in Nordstrom's and Macy's. That's a very short period of time to build a brand. What would you say is the, the secret to why you were able to do that? Um, if I'm real, if I'm going to be very, very real, um, yeah, I come from a religious background. Um, my dad's a pastor. And I do think a lot of it is kind of this destiny, like alignment. And I honestly feel if you go all out in what you were made to do, things just start aligning for you. Like even me connecting with you four years ago, right when I first started the business, it made no sense for you to even give me the opportunity. But like from the kindness of your heart, you did. And I think that's just another example of just alignment, just being on the path you were made to be on and also not just being on that path giving it your all and I think once you give it your all like God just makes stuff happen man like half of the stuff doesn't make sense to be honest the connections they don't make sense but it's just yeah running after that path well I think also when you look at the watch I was just scanning the watches and they're so upscale and so quality I I think that people oh there's always a market for something like high quality they're like no matter what you in in business there's always you know you can always scam somebody and and sell the pet rock or something but when you when you're working on a quality product it there's always a a, a an avenue for it and the fact that it's black owned i, I think all of that kind of aligns itself and, and, and yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah it's just about trying to be the best i'm trying to compete with everyone out there i'm trying to get to a point I compete with the Rolexes and yeah, that's the dream. That's the aspiration. So you've got to aim high. And once you do that, I think the community feel it and they, they want to get behind it. Yeah. I feel like what you said about alignment, spiritual, all of that. uh, Absolutely. I was talking last night with Dr. Carr and I was like, you know, even that meeting has birthed so many things. But as I said to him, we were already to, to come together to do a thing, right? And our purpose manifested and then you run into people who are also on the same path and this is a different thing, you know, different path per se, not the same path, but a different manifestation of that. And it just, it, it just feels right, you know? Yeah. And as far as the platform, this platform, you know, I comb the internet, it used to be Twitter, to find people who are doing things and everybody gets a shot you know, if the, if the spirit is right and you just, just kind of know you come in and it's like, okay, even if you're struggling on the way, but you trying, come on in, you know, I'm gonna rock with you, even if it's not quite there yet, because even that requires the nurturing, but too much is given much is required. And I feel like so many of us get to a place and shut the doors behind us, lock the windows. We got to be the only ones we got to be, you know, and it's like, it's all information. It's just all yeah. information and connections. Do with it as you can. Like we don't. I don't feel like we have the luxury to be successful and not give the blueprint so the next person yeah. can come and run run ahead of you. That was the other thing about this Meghan Markle thing. They were jealous of her. She was out out uh, charitying, outperforming them in gaining charity money because that's their job is to go out and get money Mm -hmm. for charities. And because of her popularity and Harry's popularity, Harry was more popular than the queen and the jealousy of that, as opposed to saying, 
oh, the monarchy gets to dope. win and stay around yeah. longer because of them. Let's ride this coattail. I would have rolled those coattails Thanks. to, uh, you know, and as a result of that, I feel like the karma gave the queen the kind of send off that I don't think she expected. No. <laughs> it was, it was not a good send off and she could have gotten a good send off if for, I feel like the energy that was around how they treated this woman that came in, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. I also <laughs> think that to a certain extent, black, black excellent is always dope, but black swag is, is some old, some other thing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the fact that we we're in a situation where you just the flavor that we give, we we've always taken brands and things like I mean, like if you look at like Dapper Dan and stuff like that, it's a dude who took what they were doing and then took it up a whole nother notch, you know. So it's it I mean, I think that's just having that swag that we have that makes it appealing to us as a people, that rhythm. You know, that movement. And, and, and I think that's that's what's happening is that we're getting an opportunity to do it on the on the world stage. And they're like, oh, this is better than anything we had in the first place. Yeah. Uh, I'm just yeah. a little correction. Black excellence is redundant. No, just you're not. It's, it's redundant. It's redundant. William, you were going to say something. You were going you to say something before we uh, go to break. Oh, I was saying. I was just touching on what you were touching on then. Um, and scarcity tactics are just the ways of the West. Like, that's literally how they've always operated. That's how they dominate areas. That's how they push colonization. That's how they divide us as a people, by pushing these ideologies of scarcity. And I think, yeah, like, you can even see it play out in the Harry and Meghan situation. Um, like, there's no reason why everyone in that royal family couldn't win and shine a light on the in quote good that they're doing but due to again that scarcity mindset that they've spread across the world like it's just it's come out again so scarcity is the way of the west yes uh but we're not we're abundant we we come from places 100%. where the sun gives us fruit Limited. and warmth and we got all of the things except for what colonization has stripped and given uh, people poverty as well but uh, that's why we can take care of ourselves and our own so let's get these lamps uh, how many more how many more uh, watches do we have to get yeah we need to just sell 17, 17. more watches okay. um, today's the last day as well for Christmas in Kwanzaa shipping so okay. yeah I just encourage everyone to get on it last chance to get the 20% off and impact three lives so use the code Karen gives back on vtaylondon.com and yeah, let's see if we can change some lives. Amen. Karen gives back all right there at checkout, 20% off. We need 17 to get to the 500 and get this village of Ado and Dogo. Dogo? Dogo, yeah. Dogo and yeah. Ado. Yeah. Yes, all of that. William, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Oh, wait, before I let you go. Well, hold on, Smith, hold on. One ticket. You got one ticket in 2023. You only got one. You can only go to one concert. And I'm going to give you. The people, okay? Ooh. You only got one okay. ticket. You could only see Janet Ooh. or Janet Jackson's in concert next year or Taylor Swift, she's in concert next year or Beyonce, she's in concert next year. New Edition just announced they're in concert. Stephanie Mills and the Whispers. You only got one ticket. Anita Baker, Billy Joel, <laughs> Jill Scott, and I'm going to throw in a bonus. The Village Ooh. People. The Village People are going to be at Inglewood, New Jersey, <laughs> January 18th and 19th. You got one ticket. You can only buy one. You can only get one. Uh, you can only go to one show. 
I was saying straight Janet, then you said Jill, so I'm I'm torn between yeah, the I'm, two. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna say Janet. I'm gonna say Janet. All right, all right. I'm gonna throw Nasty in there. Nasty as in Nas. He's yeah. got one night only at MSG. One night only at MSG next year. You got one ticket. You still sticking with Janet? I'm staying Janet. Her okay. live performance is gonna be lit. Like it's gotta be Janet. It's gotta okay. be Janet. You know what? I thought I I knew I loved you, but now it's like all of the things. You know, you are. You, this is why. This is my brother. I feel you, William Adolsi. Uh Dante, you got one ticket. It's easy, Jill. I'm going Jill? Jill. Why? Because. Cause the uh, cause she gonna blow job the mic. No, Nasty. she gonna she. What you call it is showing up. Uh, Black Ooh. Thought is showing up. Most Def is showing up. Uh, what you call it? Um, uh, how you know? You know I've been to several Jill concerts. They don't show they, up. They, I've never been to anything she's done where they don't that they don't show up. Okay, all, well, I've they, been to Radio all, City a couple of times and Newark, and, and nobody showed they up. Nobody. Show up. Nope, but she did. Here's so what she I, will I, do. I, go ahead. Sorry. Are you going for Jill or are you going for the extras, though? Which one I, are you I going go, for? I mean, I love Jill's work, period. I mean, she's a consummate. Yeah. Like, she sang. She can sing. Yeah, she can sing her but face you, off. But you're going to get extras, too. Here's what you, the extras are. She don't know how to just do one or two encores. She going to encore you into the union showing up saying, okay, chick. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah, because, you know, you be heading out after, you know, she's going to come back and do that one more song. Right. She will Great. make up songs. Yeah, j- she will make up songs. Jill Scott will make up songs to do another <laughs> encore. I've never seen anything like I was like, listen, now I'm tired of the encores. All right, enough. I need to get home. But, yeah, that's one. Jill going to give you a concert. You're absolutely right. She's going to give you a thousand encores. That's not a bad ticket. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at Janet. Um, what do y'all think? 866-801-8255. I know some of you want to go see the Village People, but you only got one ticket for 2023. We just threw Nas into the mix. Janet, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, New Edition, Stephanie and the Whispers. I'm actually leaning into that because I haven't seen them together. And, you know, rock, steady, steady, rocking all night, all night long. Okay. Uh, Anita Baker, who I've seen several times, she's amazing. Billy Joel, I just threw him in there because we got a diverse audience. I know some of y'all like Billy Joel, all right. Uh, <laughs> and Jill Scott, all right. Those are and those are your choices for twenty. And I think Sade may because there's a whisper out there that she's got a new album. And if it's Sade, I might have to go get that one ticket because I've never seen her in concert. But that's that's on the plate, y'all. 866-801-8255. We're going to a break. When we come back, Glenda and Lumumba Roberts will be joining us from Amazing Race. I actually watched the finale, so I know who won. But we're going to talk to them about a bunch of stuff, including this. So join us in conversation. William, thank you uh, for affording me the opportunity to get back this holiday season. You know, it's, it's uh, I'm not I'm not really in a holiday mood, but this makes me smile to be able to do this. So keep the pictures. Appreciate and the videos you so coming. much. Thank you. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.